0: Keeping walls down. As soon as I got off that phone call from someone near and dear to me, I could feel my blood pressure elevating and my head got so hot that I had to let off steam before I would explode. I don't know that I had ever felt this way towards someone so close before, but all I wanted to do was to shut that person out of my life, my social media, my immediate family and everything. I wanted to but I didn't after I was able to come back to an outside perspective again, much thanks to my husband who helped me to calm down. He handled the whole thing with so much understanding and empathy, partly due to the fact that he has been there too many times himself before. Because of him being there for me at this shocking and painful time, I was able to choose not to block that person out of my life even if they would choose to block me out themselves. What a whirlwind of emotions to have to walk out and pray through. I know I'm not the only one who has felt this way before, where the pain is just that deep because of how close the individual is or was. Shaking the dust off from such an encounter is so much more of a task than when the situation isn't on a personal level, but shaking it off doesn't mean that you are shaking off a person, just the gunk that they threw on you and the gunk they are still carrying. Matthew, chapter 10, verse 14. And whoever will not receive you nor hear your words, when you depart from that house or city, shake off the dust from your feet. The point here is to not carry or allow the same gunk to settle on ourselves. In fact, we need to get really good at shaking it all off. A whole lot of shaking going on, if you know what I mean. (laughs) So what if you're the kind of person who just wants to help everyone and be there for people, but every time you are there and every time you do help, you get burned, misunderstood, or mistreated? Do you just stop trying altogether and just keep to yourself to avoid any and all pain? Well, that is one option, but it is not going to help anyone, including yourself. In fact, shutting out the pain will also shut out the people who want to love and be there for you. You will find yourself very lonely and unfulfilled because you have built walls up around you to protect and defend yourself from hurt. How do I know this? Because I have felt what it is to want to build those walls and even feel them beginning to close up around me. Then I've also wept bitterly having felt myself close off in isolation while knowing that the fear of being hurt will only bind me up instead. Finally, the end result won't be a win for me, but a win for the enemy and whoever he is using. Keeping walls down in the very midst of pain is quite a task because we can feel so validated to be able to build them. Here in our comforts of Western society, we deal with pain generally on offenses that don't always have a real foundation typically. But right now there are nations at war and at odds that have real threats and real life situations that are truly valid and worth building walls, especially physically, and no one would deny this. However, even in the midst of the horrific pain that they are experiencing, they are in a place where many of these precious people are even walking out forgiveness towards a nation that is attacking them. They are choosing to be free in their spirits and their hearts, even if not yet free from these threats physically. What kind of person can keep spiritual and emotional walls down in such circumstances? People who understand that we are first free from the inside out. When people are still bound inside, even when the threat is gone, they are still not free. Does this mean we just keep all our defenses down when we are being attacked? No. We have our weapons in the word and in the worship and prayer. We are also instructed to guard our hearts in Proverbs chapter four, verse 23, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. Now, I have to be honest. I used to think this meant to keep oneself from getting too involved and in a way it does, but it ultimately means that we need to learn to let God be the savior, not us. That way, when we do act in obedience and reach out to someone who ends up rejecting us, we can understand that it isn't even us that they are rejecting, but Yeshua, in us our true savior jesus christ paid for the very same ones who reject us and he carried every one of their rejections to the cross so we wouldn't have to carry them ourselves sometimes we are to be the arms hands feet eyes ears voice and love extended by god to people and then get out of the way to let god have his perfect work in their lives this is something that needs to be a constant reminder the deeper in ministry we get yes Even leaders know how to build walls, and sometimes even better and bigger ones, to protect not only them, but their kingdoms. They are not as noticeable because they are not completely alone, but they are still isolated, not letting anyone else in without first being found to be safe. Unfortunately, the kingdom ones may take a whole lot more shaking in order to break the walls of fear or hurt down. We have too much to do to keep ourselves inside our own walls of safety, both personally and on the kingdom level. We need to save our wall building energy for the bridges that need to be built. If there is any building to be done, it is in building the kingdom of God. Let's be our father's and be about our father's business, dear family. We've got work to do, keeping the walls down.